1: Chris Maxwell and Tracy Reynolds. Um, Tracy, I keep thinking about the conversation we were having in our last episode, and I'm like, I want to know more of the story, okay? It's like having a great conversation with our guest and prayer in the hospital. Uh, I'm anxious to know the rest of the story, aren't you? I absolutely am. I told her off. Mike said, "I want to know that how how's
0: your nephew doing? How's your sister doing?" So welcome back, Becky Keener. We Thank are so you. pleased to have you Thank with us. You. Uh, her last book is Holy Spirit three sixty five. We want to hear more about that and where that you told us for the Genesis of where that was written, which I found absolutely uh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. That just makes me again want to read the book. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's funny, uh, I am currently in the place where I'm looking. I call it a devotional supplement. Yeah. So uh, I can go ahead and tell you now that part of my devotional supplement is going to be Holy Spirit 365. Thank you so much for that. So welcome back, Becky.
2: Thank you. Thank you both for having me. It's an honor to sit here with two people who've had such a profound impact on our oldest son and so many other kids. You know, I was thinking about the first time I met you, Pastor Tracy, may have been... I may have met you before on the campus, but you, you came in with who has someone who's become like a daughter to me, Caitlin oh. Moncrief, Brian. That's right. And what a blessing she has been. Mm-hmm. And I think about that day that she was wanting to do an internship at Free Chapel mm-hmm. with my department, which was marriage and family and women's ministry. And I also did a little bit of staff development work as mm-hmm. well. And she was such... A blessing and so helpful. But I think back on that and how you actually accompanied her in that meeting, mm. and that spoke volumes to me about who Emmanuel College was that mm. you really, truly cared about the students and seeing that they were placed in the right place right. where God had them. And, you know, as a result of that, Caitlin and I have maintained a That's friendship so all these years. We've done television together Mm. and um she actually followed and and did the christian view after i left the christian view and just so many great things have come out of that i've been able to meet her mom and dad attend their church so great things that you guys have Mm. done and are doing at emmanuel college
0: again thank you so much for that encouragement uh means the world uh and absolutely adore caitlin Brian and just it's fun to see, you know we Chris and I say all the time we get to do this. We just get to come alongside parents and moms and dads and families and kids that are are embarking into different aspects of ministry and life, and it's just a great thing. Well, when last we spoke, you were writing this book as you were coming alongside your sister, who was coming alongside her son, your nephew, mm-hmm. in a hospital. And God began to pour this into you. And you began to, rather than just dam that up, you, you began to pour that out. And, and God has placed the Holy Spirit as a theme that He wants you to tell other people about. So tell us, how are they doing?
2: Well, I actually just left my sisters just the other day. We toured the Biltmore house together with my eighty, almost 85-year-old mom. Nice. Up and down steps and down, and we got home, and I was absolutely exhausted. So <laughs> that's a testimony to say that my sister now is fully recovered and God, able God. to do things like that. You know, what a miracle. It did mm. take her about a year. She had some time in a wow. rehab facility after the ordeal, and she had mm. tracheotomy, and you know, a lot of complications just to get her strength back. But she mm-hmm. is doing phenomenal. And um, my my nephew is doing well. He's, he still has lots of visits mm-hmm. ahead at Boston Children's, mm-hmm. but he's a real miracle. He's 13 years old. Wow. And so since he was a baby, he's had many, many hospital stays. And, mm-hmm. and um, he's had a great team of doctors mm-hmm. at Boston Children's who've taken great care of him. But we're praying for miracles, and we believe for miracles. Amen. Amen. Isn't it
0: amazing how God uses these things that could be tragic, things mm-hmm. that are definitely, uh, they, they try our faith, they try our patience, mm-hmm. they they try our trust in the Lord, but how God uses those kinds of of encounters, those kinds of experiences, those kind of of journeys in our life to work not only in our lives, but in the lives of other people and through us as we go through that, how God uses that to help other people, Becky.
2: Amen. Amen. I had started writing the devotional and I had really felt impressed to start it back in twenty eighteen hmm. and began just kind of putting some things on paper. And then Uh, In January, I was writing going along. And then when she was hospitalized, I, I thought, I don't know, maybe I need to lay this aside. But because it's a daily devotional, you know, I wanted to make daily entries. And I just felt the Lord, because, you know, when you go through something like that, as you both know, having... You know, relatives and or friends in the hospital. It it kind of clips you at the knees a little yes. bit, and you you kind of lose momentum. But I just felt the wind of the Holy Spirit behind me, just saying, just just go, just press in, just press in, and keep pouring out, keep pouring out, and I will heal as you go. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we did. And and then you know, it was several years later, when I actually published. Um, the book, but you know, if 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 any of your listeners today have that feeling of, or you know, either of you, of course, you've written how many books, Pastor Chris? Eleven. Eleven books. That's amazing. Yeah. It is. I mean, then you know, you just have to just press in. It's almost like you carry it like a baby. Yeah. And there's books that the Lord put on my heart way back in the '90s. That I just feel like in order for me to stand before the Lord and him to say, Well done thou good and faithful mm. servant, you know, I need to be faithful to to yeah, go terrible. ahead and get that done, get it mm. finished mm. and um, get it out there. If for nobody else, this is what I say, if for no one else but your children, your grandchildren, your mm. great grands, that when you're gone on to heaven, they can say, they can hold it up and say, This this is who who my grandmother Mm. is. This is who she believed in. This is her faith. And um, I think our younger generations need that and deserve that.
1: So good. um, I'm encouraged. Well, tell us some of the stories in the book. Talk, Talk a little bit about the book and some of the stories and what people can gain from reading this.
2: Well, actually what I did was I just prayed every day what scripture the Lord would have me to focus on. And I would write that scripture and a little description about that scripture, kind of a little mini paragraph teaching. So it's just bite-sized pieces that people can pick up and they can read, they can get it in their spirit, and then go on their way. So not really stories. And as a matter of fact, I really felt like the Lord said, don't write it in first person. And don't write it as a prophetic piece or more like a Jesus calling or a God calling, if you've ever read God calling, which preceded Jesus calling. Not that there's anything wrong with those, but I just felt like the Lord said, for this particular, it needed to be more like... Maybe um, one of the devotionals that's inspired me the most through the years would be Charles Spurgeon's Morning by Morning. Mm -hmm. I just have always loved that one. So to write it more uh, focused in the Word on what that particular Scripture is saying about the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit, because sometimes we just read through it so fast and we don't break it down Word by word to see, okay, yeah. what does this really mean to me today in 2023? And so uh, that's kind of, you know, how I felt like the Lord said, write it.
0: Yeah, the big educational words for that are they're exegetical or word by word or verse by yes. verse studies. But we're at the very center of that. You're basically trying to let the Lord speak yes. through that, and yes. that's also that's a very focused way to do that, and. Totally appropriate, as I said earlier, for a, what I call a devotional supplement. Something I have my regular reading time, yeah. but I just need something, something else, a little more. So I'm so
2: excited about this—just something to s- just stick to the bones for the day mm. that reminds you about the Holy Spirit. Mm. Yeah, and when I read it myself, and actually I have it on my phone through the Kindle app, which mm-hmm. you know, True Potential. Uh, makes available our pub my publisher your publisher yeah. and um and what a great team to work with there they've right. been awesome yeah. but I read it, and I think, well, Holy Spirit, you really did write this. It wasn't me. There's no way in my own ability, because I'm not a Bible scholar. I wasn't a Bible student. I went to Oral Roberts University and studied communications and barely paid attention in most of my classes. My grades were substandard. You know, I just have no um, really seminary training or anything like that. I just... Felt that unction of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. just to record what I felt like He would have me to say about the Holy Spirit for that day, and so when I read it, I do feel the breath of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. on it, and that's no, um, that's all glory to God and n- none of me. I would have to say. Sure.
0: Well, you do have a, a perspective as a mom, as a wife. Yeah. You know, as someone who's been in ministry very much a pastoral heart you care about people we were talking off mic about you know asking questions and Talking about say, hey, I'm a better uh, host than I am a. Well, I think we're going to have to change that. I think she's a great guest, but yeah. she was saying, I'm not a great guest. I'm a good host. But, but, and, but what I heard you saying that was, you care about people and you want to follow up, and, and you, it's not enough to just hear the surface level. You want to dig in deeper to get the story behind the story. Yeah. And I think that's a gift that you have, and it's part of the communication that you have to be able to, to take a tidbit of scripture and just. Make it come alive and make it real to to come in life. That's a gift.
2: Well, thank you for that. I do have a great interest and love for people. And Mm -hmm. um, I think about that scripture in Jude uh, 22, I think it is. Mm -hmm. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. And it says of some having compassion making a difference. And I remember we lived in Phoenix for six years and attended Tommy Barnett's church and learned so much there working in the Adopt-a-Block program and um, just several of the ministries there helping, men's ministry for Edward, women's ministry. And um, that was kind of his life verse. He said, Lord... I I really don't have any major talents. You know, I've got this raspy old voice and, you know, I don't sing well. He named all the things he couldn't do. He says, But what's something that I can do? And the Lord gave him that scripture of some having compassion, making a difference. And, you know, we just kind of adopted that ourselves and and said, You know, we really want to make a difference wherever we go Mm -hmm. and wherever the Lord plants us for that particular. Season or time, we, we want to make a difference in people's lives because people matter.
1: Yeah. Mm. What would you say to those who are listening who are feeling like right now they don't matter? Mm. Um, you know, they, they have this sense of, you know, they want to lead, they want to serve, they want to make a positive difference. A few may be burned out, worn out, like mm. our previous guest talked about a couple of weeks ago and, and everything that he faced and had to step away from pastoring mm. because of all that he went through, but but also those that maybe feel like they're too old. They no longer have a voice that needs to be heard or a view that needs to uh, to be heard. And then the ones that we all spend so much of our time on, this younger generation of, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Well, who, to give, us, give us all some advice as it relates to that.
2: Mm. That's such a great question, a great A great thought because I think we all go through seasons in our life where we feel invisible or maybe obscure. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you're living your life, your walk for Christ in obscurity, and you know the enemy just—he's that voice saying, you know, you know, you're not making any difference. That's just that little broadcast. Mm -hmm. That's just a little book. Nobody's going to read that. That's not going to make any difference. Nobody wants to hear your voice. Nobody's reading your stuff on social media. Nobody's reading your little scripture you put. You know, he is that. And, and, and I'm telling you, we really have to be able to have that discerning of spirits to recognize the voice of the enemy trying to just pound us and beat us down to the point that we just say, okay, I give up. That's it. Lord this isn't making a difference, you know. And and I have to fight through that. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, Edward, my husband can tell you, you know, the real of it all is a lot of times I'll say, "Whoa." You know, I just don't know if I want to do this TV program anymore. It's so much work and so, you know, it's a lot of money. I could be doing a lot, you know, with this money in missions, other missions, but the Lord has called us to media missions mm-hmm. and the scripture in Isaiah thirty-one fifteen is it thirty-one fifteen that says if you are willing and obedient you will eat the good of the land, and so we have to just gain that heart of obedience. That when we feel discouraged, we feel beaten down, we feel somewhat obscure, um, we just press through and and we just say, okay, God, I, I'm doing this because I want to please you. If if mm. I just have the audience of one, I want to please you. And if I only make a difference in, say, one person's life, it's all been worth right. it. And just to lay down our life in obedience to Him. But I would also say to those people who are burnt, feel burned out, oh, boy, I, I can so relate to that. Because mm-hmm. we, you know, at Pre-Chapel, we would work, you know, long, long hours and you know, just event after event after event, and you do, your body gets tired. Right. And that's when we need the power of the Holy Spirit, that we don't burn out, we burn up. You know, He sets us afire, He refreshes us, He fills us with that uh, Holy Spirit and fire so that we can continue on the walk. I mean, we may need to pull back and rest a little and right. regroup. And and mm-hmm. let our body rest, but as we're resting and lying upon our bed, even as David did, we say, "Holy Spirit, you know, come and and fill me and refresh me, revive me, mm. quicken me, quicken my mortal body with the resurrection power of Jesus Christ." And I don't know how he does it, but he does it, and mm-hmm. you just feel like oh. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay now. I can keep uh-huh. it going. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. You know. I'm thinking again of the word stewardship, that it's not ours, uh, th- that thing we're called to do, whatever it is, mm. be it write a book or, or or serve in whatever capacity God has gifted us in, be it a teacher or a lawyer or, or a clerk at a bank, it, it doesn't matter, but seeing that as an opportunity to steward that you know, that influence, what mm-hmm. I have here, there are people that are going to they're going to trust you, they're going to respond to you. They would never, they don't know me, mm-hmm. uh, but in that capacity, it's it maybe you mentioned earlier that that book might only be for my kids or my grandkids, mm-hmm. but I'm going to steward that. I, I'm not responsible for the the production side of it or what actually the results of that. Mm-hmm. I'm just responsible to do my part, to sing my part, to play my role. I love that. I think that in itself is so encouraging, Chris. That yeah. that God wants us to, to to steward this by the power of the Holy Spirit. I love that too. That mm-hmm. is so good.
1: Amen. Well, tell uh, tell our audience uh, how they can get copies of your book and find out more about you and your ministry.
2: Oh, that'd be great. I'd love to connect with any of you listening today, and um, you can get in touch with us through Always More TV. Dot org, always more TV.org, and you can email us at Rebecca at always more TV.org. And we would love to hear from you. And um, we uh, have a missions organization, so we do media missions as well as on the ground uh, me- uh, mission work, medical mission work that my dad started back in nineteen seventy two. So over fi- we just celebrated our fiftieth year anniversary wow. what a blessing and they were there you know and able to be a part of it and see what god has done Fantastic. and so yeah we love to connect with anyone who feels led to get the book you can click on the link there it's real easy yeah. and it'll take you right to it
1: we'll put that in the show notes as well that's so awesome. awesome thank that's you so good. well what i would like for you to do i didn't give you a heads up and tell you ahead of time oh. uh, but i would love for us to end this show with you saying a prayer Uh, for our audience because there are people who who are listening who are tired. They're worn out. Mm. And many of us, you know, we try to do all of this on our own strength. But Mm. you've talked to us. You've reminded us that we need the wind of God. We need the uh, Holy Spirit. Uh, So if you would, just uh, just say a brief prayer of asking God to remind us uh, of the importance of of the Holy Spirit, and to Amen. empower us with His presence. Would you pray that prayer for Amen. us?
2: Amen. Yes. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every single person who's listened to these programs and who are regular listeners to this podcast. I pray that the anointing of the Holy Ghost would fall upon them right yes. now in a powerful way. Anoint their ears to hear your word speaking to to them. This is the way. Walk in it. Mm-hmm. Lord, I pray that you would just refresh them by the power of the Holy Ghost and fire, and that you would quicken them and raise them back up strong, be their strengthener, be their standby in their time of trouble, be their comforter, as only you can do. Fill us all afresh with the anointing and the baptism, the power of the Holy Spirit, and help us to remember every day there's always more. There's always more in Christ to learn, to grow, and to... Um, attain in you. We just thank you, Lord, thank for the precious Holy Spirit who came God. to give us that strength that we need to do what you've called us to do. In your holy and precious name, we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you so much. We thank appreciate you. your, thank you. your writing, your conversations, your ministry, and uh, Tracy and I, again, just say thank you because mm-hmm. we're all learning uh, to Be sure that we make our next steps our best steps.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you both for having me. It's been wonderful to be with you.
0: Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, the weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you dropped in. You can find us on all your favorite podcast providers. Do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Check out our show notes for more information regarding guest contact information. Chris Maxwell's 11th book, Equilibrium, 31 Ways to Stay Balanced on Life's Uneven Surfaces, is available now at www.chrismaxwell.me or Amazon, where you can find all of Chris's previous books as well. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. You can find their new musical releases at www.casualamericans.com or at your favorite music suppliers. We release Next Steps Leadership each Thursday, so join us again next week on The Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step.